You know, they're remastering Goldeneye. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't talking about this extensively for 15 minutes. Wow, they're before. remastering Goldeneye? Goldeneye remastered. Oh my God, what is that going to be released on? Uh Oh, yeah. for some reason I thought you were asking when. You said what? <laughs> what? They, it's a Switch and, and Xbox, I think, or something. Well, actually, when, too, maybe. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I do need to find that out. I wonder if it'll be like... Uh, Real like modern graphics, but the exact same Goldeneye game. Like it looks really good, but it's just just as like the AI are just as horrible at <laughs> finding you. <laughs> well, honestly, I kind of wanted to just look exactly the same. <laughs> just fair. be ported somehow. <laughs> there should be there should be like a non reskinned version. But there's there's like almost uh, photorealistic graphics, but you can still do like DK mode with the giant heads and, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and paintball mode. <laughs> Let me tell you, on an old CRT back in the day, yeah. that the graphics on Goldeneye looked awesome. <laughs> they did, they it was did like, wow, that legitimately looks like Pierce yeah. Brosnan. How did they do it? And then playing it, I was like, oh, they gotta pick a photo of Pierce Brosnan's face on those two triangles. How did yeah. they do that? <laughs> Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is hey. Joe on the Batwagon. Where this we talk is, about uh, old Nintendo video yeah, games. Kind of sometimes I wish it was that, such <laughs> as today, because we're watching another Penguin episode. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I just told you before we hit record, I said, should we talk? Should we watch a Penguin episode? Oh, I don't <laughs> think I heard you say Penguin. <laughs> well, I did. I was, I was I fiddling promise. with... I was fiddling I know. I had a fiddle. Brian likes to fiddle, everybody. Oh, that's what you meant. Uh, Yeah. Mm. What did you mean? I meant that this show is where we watch through the entire DC animated (laughs) universe from start to finish in the controversial air date order to view the shows the way human beings experience them in the far gone days of the 1990s. That's when Brian was 40 and I was two. <laughs> Brian was older than he is now, and I, and I was accurately aged. Uh, <laughs> Brian, this is Brian's first time through the entire DCAU, any of the DCAU. I need to figure out a slightly better way to say that, but it's still Didn't better than saying. Did you figure out one? Go back no, like I, several episodes. No, I'm saying it now. I just mean I keep stumbling because I'm not used to saying the, oh. the the new way. But anyway, uh, we're already like fifth. Well, this is episode fifty four, five, six, four, four, four. Yeah, you've watched fifty three <laughs> episodes of Batman the Animated Series. How you feeling? How how's your stomach? <laughs> <laughs> how's your guts? Gut update. Gut update. <laughs> we haven't had one of those in a while. <laughs> uh, you know what? It has been fine. Hmm. Past couple of weeks, I've been having some pain. Hey, don't. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, I'm still not at a year. And so mm-hmm. the doctor said to expect some pain for the first year. Mm-hmm. And it's not bad. It's just unnerving when it hurts now. Yeah. Like, why? Like, oh, why is it hurt? Why is it still hurt? <laughs> and then I like should think be about, not hurt. Yeah. I think about the foreign bodies in my body. Yeah. Foreign matter, whatever, in my um, body. And yeah, I'm just like, try not to think about that too hard. I'm a do cyborg. You like, do you like being a cyborg? How is it? How's life? It's nice to know that my guts like can't physically pop out there yeah. anymore. Like that, I feel a little bit bulletproof there. But then anytime like a dog jumps on me or something in that area, I'm like, oh god, no! Yeah, <laughs> Every, <laughs> I've told you about the phrase. Uh, Without a doubt, a dog will step on my dick. 
I've told you about that. <laughs> that was, was no, like, uh, Scott Steele coined phrases. Uh, Scott's probably oh, listening Scotty. to this. <laughs> it was so we were we, had, we were in my basement, and I think it was my cat that did it. But it prompted the the phrase like, "This is just a fact of life. Without a doubt, a dog will step on my dick." <laughs> just, you just have to live with it. That's a know? perfectly normal thing. Yeah. Guests later. Yeah, yeah. What? No, I changed it. I did right before this. I saw that it said that. God damn it. I changed it. Why is it still guest? Oh, well, that's my name now. This is Brian, and I'm guest later. I'm your host, especially to introduce myself as from now on. <laughs> Maybe just roll with it. Anyway, uh, today we're watching the 54th aired episode of Batman the Animated Series, Blind as a Bat. It's the 58th episode produced, so we're not too okay. far off. I don't think we, you know, we, we I would know. We have not had a, the same number yet. Mm-mm. This aired Monday, February 22nd, 1993. We skipped eight days, 4.30 p.m. on Fox. This was produced between two episodes that we haven't watched yet, so I'm not going to tell you <laughs> what they are. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, teleplay by Len Wein, who was the writer of Off Balance, that was the spirally eyeball guy, and Moon of the Wolf, that was the werewolf eyeball guy. <laughs> <laughs> also, other appendages were werewolf. I can't wait till we get to Penguin Eyeball Guy in this one. <laughs> yeah, he's been that every time. Basement Eyeball Guy. <laughs> I was gonna say, are we going to have a basement? <laughs> I don't know. Well, let me let me continue reading these credits for you because I think it's a little bit it's it's mildly intriguing on that subject. Okay, story is by Mike Under. Wood. Uh, this is his only DCAU credit. And Len Wein. Directed by Dan Reba. Dan Reba. Director of Zetaina. And, uh, okay, so music is by two people. Steve Chesney, who went uncredited for composing work on Birds of a Feather, so another Penguin episode. So Famously music, known to be Kenny Chesney's second cousin. Exactly. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I know that. That's a country music singer. I I I know that too. So I it's I don't know. I don't want to know. New Hampshire. But he's also uh, he's credited for uh, he worked on seventy eight episodes of Family Matters, the Urkel Urkel show for the for the youngins, and fifty seven episodes of Hanging with Mister Cooper. And I thought that was interesting because Mister Cooper, Earl Cooper. Basement. Uh, <laughs> the second composer on this episode is James Stemple. This is James Stemple's only DCAU credit, uh, but he did work in the music department on Tiny Toons, Goof Troop, Darkwing Duck, Bonkers, and Naked Gun 33 and One Third, The Final Insult. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, and last but not least, animation by Studio Junio, who was responsible for Dreams in Darkness and our favorite episode, The Underdwellers. <laughs> so we've got Sewer King Animation, uh, Dan Reba, <laughs> and Moon of the Wolf writing. So it'll be this will be an interesting one. <laughs> wow. Okay. The, I, I'm looking forward to it. I don't think you really had a prediction for this. Oh, you, I just told you it was a penguin episode. Do we remember what you no nope. thought? No, nope. I don't. I, I don't recall. It was so long ago, months, years. Honestly, it it does feel it does wear on us a lot more to record these in the evenings. I, I just have so much more. I'm just so much more alive right now. I know. I've like had food and I like woke up 
within the last like five hours. Well, that's not even true. <laughs> well, Hold yeah. on. A countable Eight, amount of six hours. Six hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You didn't just have an extremely long uh, shift, work shift. No, no, I didn't. I didn't leave home for work like thirteen hours ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, should we watch Blind as a Bat? We should watch. I'm kind of surprised you didn't guess this was a man bat episode. It's not, but I, I don't know. I Why guess that's a you? fair. I, I, I always, I get stuck on guessing that has something to do with like the title has something to do with the villain. So blind like, ah, as blind. a Batman's origin story. Blind. <laughs> <laughs> Batman fights a blind person? Why would you do this? Because he's a supervillain. Equality. The Blind King. (laughs) All right. Let's watch the episode. Let's get out of here. Oh, God. Okay, bye. Wait. No, that's what we say at the very end. See you soon. Also, this moment. The most dangerous bird in the sky is the penguin. <laughs> Master Bruce. Home, Alfred. Now. But, sir, you need medical attention. No. I don't want the Wayne Tech doctors examining me. Call Leslie. Have her meet us at the house. Begging your pardon, sir, but why so secretive? Because... I don't want anyone to find out that I can't see. So there's one sort of okay penguin. <laughs> you have a skeptical look. I I would say this, for me, by far, this was the best penguin episode. This was the best penguin episode. You're yeah. right. I think a lot of people were saying last time that the the last one was the best penguin episode, but I don't. I think I can see where it was trying, but it did not necessarily succeed every time. Uh, I think this one succeeded because it wasn't so much about anything to do with the penguin. It was he just happened to be the bad guy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And to be fair, he's a pretty inconsequential bad guy too. Yeah. Tell me what happens in Blind Is a Bat? Why don't you? Blind Is a Bat? Why don't you? I didn't watch That's that episode. That's the full title. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'll just talk about whatever I want. Did you hear that golden eyes coming? <laughs> okay. Uh, let me give you a, a synop. Uh, bat, by, the, by the use of Batman's money, uh, they make a super helicopter. And it's all sorts of special. And like the army or whatever really wants it. Turns out the penguin and his henchmen steal the helicopter and while they they're stealing it uh, they make an explosion happen and it blinds Bruce Wayne who you might know spoilers is batman huh? what yep kind of like you right now Jamie with your pointy ears and your pointy batman ears. shirt batman shirt <laughs> i didn't plan this <laughs> just how i live <laughs> uh, so explosion happens bruce bat uh, is blind as a bat <laughs> bruce bat is blind as a bat and bats aren't actually blind brian i hope you know this i do know this yeah um <laughs> but moving on you do now because uh uh the doctor lady whose name i can't remember right now leslie Tompkins. leslie Tompkins makes him a a bat visor that he can see out of temporarily but wouldn't you know it stuff goes wrong 
Mm. And he uh, he can see for a bit, and then he can't see for a bit, and then there's a battle, and Batman wins, and the Penguin loses, and then Bruce Man's uh, sight comes back. <laughs> Without much explanation. The end. We just waited long enough. Yeah. It turns out uh, if you put Band-Aids over your eyes and then a big strip of fabric <laughs> over that and then sunglasses and then really over that sunglasses. and then a helmet over that and then a Batman mask over that, uh, that your blindness will be cured in a matter of hours. <laughs> I feel like that probably like wouldn't have all fit under his cowl. Yeah, he tucks, he like puts his Batman mask on and just kind of like pats the sides and it's just perfectly form fitted like normal. And I was thinking like, shouldn't it just be this big like mushroom top shape underneath? I mean, it was when he was wearing the yeah. helmet, it was like yeah. an inch out from his head. Yeah. And that's, so he's got like the, the stuff on underneath. He's got the cowl or the, the new face masky thing. And then, yeah, the bat, it's uh What's that remarkable. like, like Play-Doh-y sand stuff as seen on TV? Floam? Yeah, <laughs> you knew what I was talking about. The, the, that's what the helmet's made out of. So when he puts on the Batman helmet, he can just push it further into his face. <laughs> uh, well, uh, all Floam aside, do you want to give the official synopsis? It's canon. Yes, I do. Floam is okay. canon. There's some interesting uh, uses of spaces in this uh, uh, official syn- synopsis, synopsis from Warner Bros., so here we go. Pandemonium okay. strikes the unveiling of the Raven X1 Space 1 Space 1. <laughs> it was X111. I don't know why there's all these spaces. An experimental police helicopter. Did they say it was for the police? Mm, I don't think so. I don't remember. The, I don't know. With state-of-the-art weaponry developed by Wayne Tech, as it is demonstrated for the police. Oh, it was being done. You're right. You're right, Warner Bros. The Penguin has pulled off a plot to hijack the armored chopper, and in the course of the Penguin's raid, Bruce Wayne is temporarily blinded. Now, Dr. Leslie Tompkins gives Bruce strict instructions to keep his eyes bandaged for 48 hours or lose risking... or <clears throat> risk losing, <laughs> more like, uh, his sight permanently. But when the Penguin starts using the Raven's technology to be space low up famous Gotham landmarks as part of his plan to extort a fabulous sum from the city treasury. It's up to the Batman to stop him, blindness or no blindness, only by rigging up a special helmet utilizing the Raven technology perfected by Wayne Tech can the Batman function, a helmet which translates the Raven's radar and sonar signals into images fed directly to his brain. So armed, the Batman sets a trap for the Penguin at the Ransom Drop Site, a Gotham steel mill, but when the device Wait, mouth steel what? mill, thought, thought it was a lava factory. Is lava land? Yeah, <laughs> that's what lava land was, I guess. But when the device malfunctions, it comes down to a mono a mono battle between the penguin armed with his umbrella weapons and a near helpless Dark Knight who is literally blind as a bat. That's the name of the episode. That's the entire synopsis. Also, mono what? Ah, mono. Isn't I it? A. Isn't it E? Is it? think so let's find out mono no it's it's the letter a but how do you say it oh. mono a mono mono okay okay <laughs> I, I learned something new today all right yeah that's the that's the first tribs of the episode <laughs> <laughs> that's mono a mono. 
I uh, can't wait. Because we said space things. I, I kind of perked up because I remembered the crazy sound effect things that happened. Oh, yeah. Which, oh, that kind of space things. No, I meant space like a space, um, space bar. Space bar. Space. Like the thing that you whack with all of your might yeah. from the other room. So that oh, your coworkers yeah. can hear we the explosion. Yeah. <laughs> that is yeah, your you gotta space make sure bar. that space happens. I still do it. <laughs> nobody, nobody's if James, if James smacks a space bar, but nobody's around to hear it. <laughs> Does it, it still, still make mono, a sound? I, mono? It still makes a sound because everybody can still hear it, even if no one's around to hear <laughs> the it. The whole city, <laughs> all of all of Big Bus is going. God damn it! He's still- <laughs> <laughs> Like there's some funny ratings on the uh, readings on the Richter scale thing here. <laughs> yeah. What's going I felt on? A disturbance. <laughs> James is typing a script. <laughs> yep. Uh, this was a decent episode, surprisingly to me. Anyway, it was decent until the last like three minutes, <laughs> and then it got real goofy and kind of dumb. But yeah, uh, it it was like I I don't know. Just like the other Penguin episodes, I don't just purposely watch this one ever, so I'd, I'd think I was like expecting this to be worse than it was. The animation, especially being the the Sewer mm. King people, I was like, oh, no. And then it was actually pretty okay. There were some cool shots. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> like there, was, there, there were some cool shots. There were rarely any bad shots other than yeah. like the pilots being in triplicate. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, who's back here? Oh, these are the helicopter pilots. It's all the same guy three times. Yeah. <laughs> excuse, excuse us. We are we are triplets, and uh, we appreciate our own autonomy. At a young age, we decided we would all become helicopter pilots together. It's <laughs> <laughs> made it our life mission. Okay, twin one day brothers. we will fly the Wayne Tech Raven X Dash One Space One Space One. <laughs> And then they were immediately <laughs> shattered. The dreams were shattered. <laughs> Man, they were so close, too. And the penguin got in the way. I like how you called that immediately. Uh, the first shot inside the helicopter, there's just like a black gloved <laughs> hand doing the controls. And you're like, the bad guys have already stolen the helicopter. We're about to see <laughs> them just watch it be stolen. And then that's exactly <laughs> what happens. <laughs> It was too obvious. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> There's just tropes, you know? It's like, I don't think I have any magical talent. I just pick up tropes. And in watching... Like uh, uh, Batman's knuckles being kicked on the thing, except then it didn't go how you thought it would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just uh, teleported? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, you're like, oh, he actually got him. And then he's just suddenly on the other side. <laughs> and then he's like, Batman, what are you doing? Oh, God! And he's like, it's pulled off, and you said he dies three times. I think. Well, he said. fell like at yeah. least three, four hundred feet, yeah. and he smashes off His like one of those. Into, um, what are those yeah. things that are pouring out the molten steel? Yeah, the big bucket thing. I can't think of the word for that right now. I'm sure future yeah. me is screaming it, but mm-hmm. and also listeners probably screaming it. Listener. Um, but it's like pouring out molten lava. The dude falls the four hundred feet, spine first onto that. He just the hits it, stops, his skin is sizzling, and then he falls another, like, 80 feet, this time, like, face first onto a pile of, yeah. like, ore? Dried, yeah, dried metal or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Dried metal, opposed to wet metal. It was wet, and then it was dry. Yeah, I'd assume it's iron ore, but all the same, I, yeah. wet metal. The penguin's like, oh, I, well, like, he just moves on. Yeah, he, does, he, he, he only took that one guy with it. 
Oh, that's a good point. What happened to the ever, everybody else? That I, was know, on the... I was thinking that when he only had the one guy. Like, what happened to the other two guys? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, was it. Was it that they flew? No. Did they get the helicopter back? What happened? It crashed. It just, they just left it there. Well, I don't know. It was like I assume the two people that went after Batman were the two that were hanging on the ladder of the mm-hmm. helicopter and then like jumped off. But there so was the another other two just two... died inside the helicopter. I get no. Well, <laughs> didn't one of them like poke poke their head out of the helicopter? Like, hey, we're not dead. And then they There's went no back way in to and tell. died. We just watched this. And we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. You mentioned like space things. Yeah. Uh, when we were talking about which kind of space. Yeah. The Batwing makes a Tie Fighter sound, which it did that in Feet of Clay. There's a scene where it's like oh. chasing a guy in his car, and it like spikes the car and flying around at the car on the end yeah. of its teeth or whatever, and it's making Tie Fighter sounds like that whole time. Did I catch that? that? Got, did I catch it when we watched that? I can't remember if I just told you about it or if we cut. I don't know. I feel I know like I would have known because this was yeah. like, this was just a, a second <laughs> of it. And I was like, yeah. I know that sound. Yeah. They rated this. And Star then Wars. the most, the most like <laughs> low res generic Hanna Barbera lasers firing sound effect <laughs> that you've ever heard. <laughs> like, I can't even do it. But I also feel like I've heard that before. Yeah, it's insane. I feel like it's like just the most stock laser sound effect in everything. Well, so I don't know. And then I guess I also mentioned the same thing with that gunfire. Like those three shots. I'm like, I've heard those three shots yeah. in that sequence before. <laughs> I honestly, I, I've wondered this for a while, and I'm surprised I've never thought to ask any Dan Rebas that we talked to. But like, the there's got to be some sort of server of sound effects that just cartoons have access to that is not that don't like nobody else gets those or something because i can never find like these specific sound effects that you hear all the time but i have to assume that there's just like okay welcome to warner brothers you can now use the what what was the batman you like this the same the one that goes with the music and robin's reckoning that kind of stuff yeah I, i mean i think there is i just found the um yeah on i don't know how many cds but in oh. January of 1993, there was a Hanna-Barbera sound effect, uh, uh, cartoon sound yeah, effect library. I, I mean, I think like the really old ones you can find, but there's ones that are still used today. Like Jessica will be watching an anime and I'll hear a sound and I'll be like, that's the sound that when Green Lantern's ring turns on. And <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll just I'll like, yeah, well, yeah. I don't know what it is in this show, but that's what Ooh, it is in Justice I got League. A, and so, I got a little bloop here. Is this going to let me play it? It's a little bloop. It's a very old website. <laughs> is it gonna little bloop? What is it trying to just play the Are you little on bloop? Hanna Barbera sound effects dot geocities.com. Uh it feels a little bit like that. Where did this go? Is this web This is riveting content is you just I'm just gonna close that out. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we'll we'll get back to being podcasters. Music. I liked the music. It played the <sighs> Batman theme very victoriously, and then also we had like a kind of I don't know, more Indiana Jonesy version of the penguin the the basement theme. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have a basement, so I don't think we can count anything as a basement. Oh man, one. I was gonna say I'm pretty let down by our lack of 
obvious basement. There was like yeah. a bat cave bit. Yeah. There was like some questionably basementy bits in the iron steel lava land, factor, yeah. lava land. Mm-hmm. Adventures in Lava Land. <laughs> Adventures in Lava Land. <laughs> oh, oh why did I take my kid here? <laughs> and there's some salty motherfucker just saying, I know why I took my kid here. Yeah. You still have a kid, <laughs> amateur. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, this is getting dark. Let's move on. Yeah, you want to talk about the cast? Let's episode? talk about the cast. Kevin Conroy okay. as Batman. Ephraim yeah, Zimbalist Jr. Oh, as you're Alfred. Skipping ahead. You're skipping ahead. There's uh, a lot of people in this one. You got Kevin Conroy as Batman. Bob Hastings as Commissioner Gordon. Gordon. Yes. Lloyd Bachner as Mayor Hill. Yes. Rob Play it. Play it. Yes. Costanzo. <laughs> As detective, yes, I will. I will get up on the Hydra's back. <laughs> I agree. Now that that does just sound like Bullock shouting that. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and I really want it. I really want like a. I don't know what. I can't think of any scenario for many of these shows where I, you could like use a clip. With that audio of Bullock. <laughs> I wish there was. I just want well. you to make another TikTok and yeah. this time just have it be Bullock, like just a sh- <laughs> like Bullock shouting something. Oh, oh, okay. This is way too much work. No, <laughs> it's not. You I can do it. I think he's in one of the PlayStation video games. So I wonder if I could find his like like mo- character model, like down a downloadable model. Oh, God. And just like replace the fill model in the game. <laughs> <laughs> run a run an engine that has Bullock there instead of Phil. Anyway. That's too much uh, work. Instead, just get him yelling, replace no. the audio, and send me the link and say lol. No, what I have to do is way too much work on a thing that I will find I will feel is a much more um uh uh mm, <laughs> Uh, 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 good and, 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 and worthwhile and, and, and nobody will watch it. Ephraim Zimblis Jr. as Alfred, Paul Williams as Penguin, Haunani Min as Dr. Lee. That was the doctor in the At start. The it's yeah. like we made a helicopter. Haunani Min? Yeah. Is this you just pronouncing things or like? H-A-U-N-A-N-I. Haunani? M I N N Min. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> don't know. Don't know. Yeah, background or bit parts in Mulan, Ooh. DuckTales, Ooh. MASH, Ooh. Hawaii Five O, and the Superpowers Team Galactic Guardians, which was one of many variations of Super Friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah. The longest name. Walter Olkowicz as Falcone. Same as in other, this, this, these are the penguin thugs. Oh, okay. Uh, in, 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 they're the same ones that are in the mechanic. Uh, so it's the same. Oh, the bird names. Voice actors. Yeah. John DeLancey as Eagleton, Barry Gordon as Sheldrake. This was an interesting one. We got Jeff Bennett as computer. This is the Johnny Bravo guy. Mm. Uh, so it's not Richard Mole as computer. And in fact, Jeff Bennett voiced Hardak. So I wonder, is this Hardak in the Batwing? <laughs> uh, I say it's canon. Yeah, me too. I made it up just now. I mean, it's this is what it is. And it's also I, a canon. I, I, no? The Bat canon. What? Mm. 
he was also previously office boy in the Clock King. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just had to let you know. And then Diana Muldoor as Leslie Tompkins. That's the whole cast. It's a long cast. It's a lot of cast. There's a very small amount of tribs. You want me to blast through them for you? Blast. Okay. Penguin deduces that the Batwing must carry a cloaking device identical to the Ravens, but somehow doesn't seem to make the connection between Wayne Enterprises and Batman. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Didn't think about that. Uh, yeah, he's like, oh, how did he sneak up on us? He must also have a cloaking device. Exactly <laughs> like the one in the yeah, helicopter yeah. we stole. Oh, well. I guess that's that's all I'll put into that. Uh, the Raven, the helicopter, was a boss in the Super Nintendo game Adventures of Batman and Robin. Okay. Uh, music played on the car radio before the Penguin destroys the bridge was also played in Almost Got Him. And I think it was the same uh, diner music from Robin's Reckonings. It's all Ooh. coming together. It's all the same. Everyone's playing that music. It's all live. Those three episodes are happening at the same time. Also canon. <laughs> yeah, Robin age nine at the same time as Almost Got Him at the same time as <laughs> Helicopter Penguin. That's why Robin wasn't in this episode. <gasps> he was still 10 years old. <laughs> nine the, or 10. Whoa, that's actually just enough. <laughs> For me to be like, oh yeah, maybe this, maybe this, this is canon. Well, Batman's got the yellow oval. So you got a so, yellow oval. I, and this is the next day he decided to change it right after that flashback. I mean, can you prove that's not true? I I can't I can't prove that. <laughs> Was the Ro- no Robin's been in a Penguin episode? I'm the Robin. So. Pe- Penguin didn't look 10 years older. I don't know him. I don't know. Leave me alone. This is the second episode to feature Batman with red eyes. This is something that you liked a lot. I uh, did. When it happened, you're like, oh, that's a cool look. Uh, the first was his silicon soul, though that was the duplicate. Yeah, of that doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you'll be happy to hear this one. This is the final episode in which Penguin is the main antagonist. <laughs> you could press the clap button. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I got a little bit of it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, yeah. it was he wasn't he wasn't bad, but he also wasn't special. No. There was no, it just this could have yeah. been any bad guy. Yeah, well, I think that's true of all his episodes. It's like it's weird to me how uns- unspecial he feels. Like, yeah. oh, the penguin. Yeah, one of the like one of the count on one hand, like <laughs> probably named villains, one and a half hands. Yeah, like main Two Batman hands. villains you could name prior to this podcast, and then he's just like, I'm here. <laughs> I've I've got an interesting vocabulary and this umbrella that sometimes functions yeah. as an umbrella. <laughs> Yeah, he did have an umbrella for once in this. He used it as an umbrella. He also had a sword and lightning in this one. Yeah, <laughs> he just like tased a very sar- sharp, uh, a very sharp sword capable of sexual harassment. <laughs> it's a sword. It's a sword that he like rubbed on a balloon a lot right before he. So he's got static yeah. electricity. <laughs> I know that's not what causes that, Brian. Leave me alone. Sword sexual harassment. Sword, sword stool. No, I don't like it. Don't, don't have sex with a sword, kids. Yeah, that's a PSA from Uncle yeah. Jimmy. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Penguin did make a chicken sound in this. He episode. did make a chicken sound when yeah, Batman. Yeah. Batman came at it's him from the, the mist. Oh my god! Oh no! I was thinking it was the first thing he said and the last thing he said on the show, but I'm wrong because <laughs> he does say like, "Why you're supposed to be helpless or whatever." After that, oh, I was thinking that was the last thing he said as Batman. Oh, that would have been wonderfully him. symmetrical. Like, yeah, good book book ending of the. <laughs> oh, Damn it. Well. <laughs> 
I think he is in a couple more episodes, but not like he's not. It's like a, you know, almost got him level appearance where he's like one of many villains or something. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I know. What do you think of this whole show so far, Brian? What do you <laughs> this whole Batman the Animated Series thing? What's it? How's um, it feeling for you? <laughs> it's funny because while we like tend to like rag on episodes pretty heavily, I'm actually enjoying it. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I think Robin's reckoning helps like bring the whole thing up for a second. Yeah. <laughs> the part one, part one, let me be clear. <laughs> Look, we're no Dylan Pollock here, okay? <laughs> yeah, we can't we can't do two as one. Yeah. If only we had a third host though, right? Yeah, Damn. Oh well. Guess we'll never have that. Do we put this on the top nope. ten blind as a bat? Is it on the bottom ten? No. I don't think so. No, it's it a fine offensive. it's a fine episode. Again, yeah. like it's not like earth shattering i i would rather watch this than many other episodes it's cool to see yeah. batman like overcoming his adversity and all that jazz i was thinking that he i can't what there's a plane that seems like it's trying to make a raid on my house <laughs> is it going patoo, patoo. <laughs> no, it's going. <laughs> shoot the lasers 100 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to cover uh, Penguin just being Dr. Evil in this episode? I think I just did. <laughs> we both did. He doesn't spin around petting a cat at any point in time. <laughs> no, he, he pet a bird. He didn't have any birds in this episode. <laughs> or last episode. have birdie henchmen. Yeah, that's true. Those, those count when the actual birds aren't there. Um, but I was going to say, I think I wished uh, during the first half of the episode, I was wishing that Batman had a scene where like, Maybe as Bruce Wayne, he gets hit by that explosion and it's like, oh, my eyes. Oh, well, I'm fine, I guess. And then, like, he's out fighting somebody as Batman and starts to realize that his, like, eyesight is just, like, disappearing over time or whatever. Yeah. Like, over the, like, it's happening in real time. Oh, God, I, oh, no, I can't see, I can't see. And, or whatever. He just immediately does, like, a very theatrical, like, I don't want anyone to know that I'm boom, 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 blind. Like, <laughs> I can't see or whatever. He said. And I and I thought like, okay, he was just already blind. Like I thought he had a whole. Th- and I guess I was just remembering the end of the episode where he has a whole thing being blind. But I was thinking that he had like it might have been better. If- but then by the time we got to the end of the episode and he's fighting Penguin, I'm like, okay, this is enough. I didn't need to see this twice or whatever. Yeah. So they would just been dragging it out. And there's not, I think they could have made room for it if they had just let the Batwing crash uh, in a normal amount of time. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, it has to go impossibly, pin, what'd you say, pinballing? Yeah, it's pinballing between the chimneys or whatever, and and then it just like yeah, it took like a full minute to crash, and it made like a perfect circle back to where it started. Yeah, it like one eighties, <laughs> it like flies away, and like ha ha ha, he's gonna crash, and then it comes back over their heads again. Like when did he make a turn? Yeah, <laughs> like the shadow is just going over them. Like oh, I guess he's back here again. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had to crash on a rooftop rather than somewhere yeah. else. Well, I was just like, that was something I was surprised about with the animation was that stuff like that didn't just suddenly become like really bad proportions or something like you would expect it to. Like it actually stayed pretty good and like on model and stuff. Like I thought 
Bat, there were a couple of interesting camera angles. <laughs> it cuts into the Batwing, and Batman has the like steering rod just between his legs, <laughs> yeah. like it's a very upward angle at him. And that same angle happens at the end of the episode when he grabs the newspaper. He's just like, it looks like he's like sitting on a toilet. There. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did why did you choose this? I don't know. I'm gonna Dan Reba. I'm gonna assume that it was one of those like maybe whoever was storyboarding had like just taken like first week of like film studies and they're like <laughs> yeah. oh a lower ca- co- camera angle makes someone look you know more triumphant and victorious heroic, and yeah. heroic and they're like we're gonna just capitalize on that one <laughs> batman grabbing his rod and batman sitting on the toilet those are the two shots we need <laughs> to really hammer home that this is the hero of the story <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> what is it that at the end where he's like uh, this is the pretty. I can't imagine anything prettier or whatever. Oh, yeah. like, oh Batman's into the. That's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And it's like a picture yeah. of the penguin on the front of a newspaper. <laughs> well, everybody's got their thing. I don't. I mean, <laughs> not to, I'm not going to kink shame Batman's no. penguin fetish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. He's got a penguin fetish, don't we all? Don't we? Yeah. Now, I mean, now that we've now, made it through yeah. the penguin episodes, I'm like, yeah, I see. What it. is? The, oh, is that Rudy? I don't know. Neighbor dog is having a scream. Giuliani, former mayor of New York City. God, do you remember? Maybe, I don't know if you're too, I think you're old enough to remember when like Giuliani was cool. I do slightly, yeah. He was like the cool like New York I remember mayor. thinking at least. And yeah, then like yeah. 10 years, like fast forward and he became like a right wing nutbag. Yeah, he's 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 uh, deteriorated. Keep your politics out of my DCAU podcast, bro. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're talking about the how the penguin was dressed as the Red Baron the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> was his eye extra poppy outy? I think so, but I think that's what he's supposed to have been looking like this whole time. Okay. <laughs> his his character model has a like huge monocle and then a tiny beady eye. Mm-hmm. And most episodes so far have been like, and eh, they're about the same. <laughs> they're, they're just kind of big. I don't know. That's I don't fair. know what I'm doing. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um Well, Batman's usefulness, Brian. <laughs> He's pretty know, useless for a decent amount. <laughs> he was pretty useless, and he kind of like accidentally became useful. He was useful uh, in the first like two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> then very very useless, knocking over lamps. Yeah. And then he figured he's somehow like, it, this is like almost a hard act level technological thing to do of like, oh, I'll just plug the matrix into my head, and then I'll be able to see again. Like he just uses the the onboard like his own company's helicopter technology just plugs it into his brain, I guess. But it doesn't, it sits on his head, but yeah. yeah. It's a VR goggles that he sticks in his belt. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The belt's got everything. Um, Even a battery pack for his iPhone. So I guess that make, (laughs) that brings up his usefulness then, right? Yeah. He he wavers. He goes up and down throughout the... I'll give him a solid five. I'll just be average. Okay. Uh, I'll give him five... I don't know. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's sticking out to me. Uh, five police officers wearing too much lipstick out of, out of ten. That was mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I got it back up. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you that you know he became, you know he saved the day. He like kind of saved the day. He kind of didn't. He kind of mm. did. I'm gonna give him five point one tie oh. fighter bat wings yeah. out of ten. 
That was coming to mind. That's too well, obvious. I it was too obvious. Yeah. That's what I was going to go with like, the very... Uh, oh, oh, that, five, oh, oh. five, five, <laughs> 5.1 out of... 5.13 of the same helicopter pilots out of 10. <laughs> there you go. I always had to make it over. I was going to do a backup as uh, five... five Tears out of ten. Because <laughs> <laughs> Batman is like hanging there, and Penguin's like, "Ah, you're out of options, or whatever." And then he just starts bawling, and then he, he looks up and like, "Oh wait, no, this is water dripping on him, I guess." No, and so through his mask. Can I argue that point? <laughs> uh-huh. So he's sitting there hanging, and he's like, "Oh, I'm dead," and then the tears come out, and then he looks up, and then a drop goes on his head and runs across yeah. his mask. So, yeah, where did it come from? For, what, Tears. Is, is he crying? <laughs> Those He was crying. Yeah, I think of all the things we're calling canon in this episode, Batman was crying. Batman was sure. crying, and then the pipes were, like, crying uh, with him. Oh, <laughs> Batman, are you crying? Well, no, it's just this leaky pipe above me. <laughs> <laughs> You're crying. You're the one crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a second, leaky pipe? Water is lava's enemy. <laughs> Did he know he was over lava land? I don't know. I like I like when you say, <laughs> he's like he re- accidentally rips the cord out of the bat wing as he's running away. And then yeah. he looks at the cord after his eyes have already turned off and he goes like, damn it. Or yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> you were like, what is he looking at? <laughs> I still like, I don't just know. don't. Because like, right, it doesn't work until he plugs it in. And you're like, well, maybe it holds a charge. I'm like, that seems like it held a charge for a really long time for having a no, electric, a no yeah, electrical connection. Yeah. I was waiting for him to like plug it, like find a wall outlet and like shove it in and be able to see for a minute and then like, haha, yeah. and then like unplug it and run to another outlet. Well, he like, he like broke the cord too. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Good job, Batman. Uh, Whatever. Keen effects. There were some keen effects. The red, the red vision, yeah. uh, specifically of the person at the beginning the whose name I can't remember. Yeah, the science lady, Doctor Doctor Mulan. Yes, uh, Doctor Mulan. <laughs> is this racist? Probably. Uh, the yeah, the the helicopter looking at her, like standing, the angle and the the way she runs away, like very anime looking. Yeah, uh, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, less cool with Batman's because then everything was like kind of just silhouette. But yeah, it was pretty keen at the start of it. Mm-hmm. Nothing else really stuck out. I mean, there was lightning that came out of the umbrella for a sec, but that wasn't really like, oh my goodness, that looks cool. I mean, yeah, it was all just pretty, pretty like straight up animated. Yeah, it was straight up animated, you know, you know, just like animated straight up, just like Batman's rod. (laughs) Somebody animated somewhere somewhere in this rod talk is the subtitle of the episode, but I will not know what it is till I listen back. And, oh, uh, nothing about, about Lava Land. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's more appropriate. Yeah. Bring your uh, kids to Lava Land. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. What else do we do in this? Books or hip hop? <laughs> yes, books or hip hop. Um, did this completely backwards today. First, we did top ten first thing. Oh well. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> uh, I did the hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm I th- I'm a little on the fence about it, but it does feel mm-hmm. a little more hip hop to me, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't have to tell you why. Okay, <laughs> your hip hops are your own. 
leave me alone. Now, before I tell Brian the name of the next episode, um, we're going to do mail. Yeah. Did you upload the new version? I did. Cool. I want to hear how it, it sounds in, in this. Okay. It's probably going to sound pretty much the same. I, I we hope so. Drop what we drop. Our weekly up. Oh, yeah. Those. Into the comment box. First. There sure was a lot. Now Jamie's mad. Too bad we're all. At least I am. Just Dylan Pollock. It's balanced a bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, we had a Patreon message from Nick Sorensen that I wanted to read because it was uh, I thought you would enjoy it. Yeah, uh, He said, having listened to the latest podcast episode, you should let Brian know that I definitely did see Suburban Commando as a kid. Oh. It was among some other early 90s movies that I remember being recorded onto a blank tape for me to watch by my parents. The other movies I can remember being on that same tape were Curly Sue and Don Bluth's A Troll in Central Park. Here's the kicker, though. I never got to see the ending of Suburban Commando as a kid because there was an episode of The Price is Right that was recorded over it on the tape, or maybe the ending had to be recorded over to make room for it. <laughs> he doesn't know what it is. Well, let me tell you, Nick, it is time to revisit it because I watched it in the past like year or two with like my houseies. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it it still like it it still entertains. It is yeah. There's wish, some very like early '90s, late '80s kind of like concepts in the movie, yeah. so like be you know be prepared for that. But yeah. it's still, I laughed a lot. Concepts, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it, it feels like a movie that you, there should be like really memorable lines that everybody says, like, "Oh yeah, it was Hulk Hogan as like this <laughs> alien soldier or whatever." Like, <laughs> but then, but. <laughs> Then I don't ever. I can watch it five minutes ago, and I will have already forgotten the movie. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Like I I know the movie, but I I cannot tell you like anything he says. You know, (laughs) my my favorite line, and I can't exactly remember. I think it's K seven, but there's like there's the whole mime dude on (laughs) like on the uh, like busking like downtown. Oh yeah, 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 and. like when Hulk Hogan's super alien strength dude walks up, he's like, oh, that must be a K7 force field. Don't right, worry, I'll get yeah. you out. And he like <laughs> punches the mime guy like across a city block. Uh, yeah, see, that's that's in here a little bit in my brain. Just a little know. bit? Just a little bit. What about when the Undertaker? Like <laughs> what about when the Undertaker is one of the bad guys and he has? Uh-huh. Actually, I don't want to give any spoilers away. <laughs> yeah. What about in the ending that you've never seen? <laughs> the Undertaker is in it. I wanted to ask the listener: Do you hear ads? I put ads on all of the start of these through Anchor, but I've never heard an ad when I play it back on another. Um, and I'm not talking about the YouTube upload. I'm talking about on a podcast app such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts, mm. etc. Please mm. tell me if you hear an ad. I want to uh, know because I can't like, replicate it. Put that in like the YouTube comments or whatever. Yeah, tell me then. Like, go uh, out of your way to go to YouTube. <laughs> or just email James at gtsentertainment.gov sure. at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. I'll get it for sure. This is from Scarloey. One jump on the Mechanic Wagon episode four. Okay, Scarloey. Hello, listener, and welcome to Jump on the Mechanic Wagon. I'm your host, Scarloey One. In this episode, I will tell you about season one, episode four of Earl, the animated series, Blind Spot of the Batmobile. <laughs> the episode starts with Earl and Batman arguing. How did you not see that truck coming at you? 
It was in my blind spot. <laughs> and after I can't that, see. Bill started thinking. And in the end, he redesigned the Batmobile so that now it has no blind spot. This episode was pretty, 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 pretty good. Pretty good. Anyway, <laughs> see you next time. Same PP time, same poo-poo channel. All right. I wonder if there will be more episodes of Jump on the Mechanic Wagon since this is the last Penguin. <laughs> it's the, uh, the uh, what is it? Exploits of, of Earl Cooper. Uh, just, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, the blind well, We were spots. talking about wondering what he's doing in between every episode. Just yeah. hanging out in his basement uh, dwelling that he has to live in. <laughs> One day he's going to come back. <laughs> This is uh this is from Boss Biggis. That was the guy from The Forgotten that was eating like fried chicken all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I don't know if I'm supposed to read it in his voice and like eat at the same I've got a bunch of goldfish here. You can do it, man. Okay, I'll give it a shot here. Hi, yappy dudes. The show has been great. Sadly, Blind is about is not a great episode. It's a very nothing episode. I think Batman is going blind could have been a great story if we saw Batman learn to use his other senses and make up for his lack of sight instead of using technology to do it. <clears throat> Basically, Batman becoming Daredevil or the Black Bat would have been cooler than this episode. Oh, Aaron's dad. I think you conflated the Penguin from the Telltale Batman games with the Penguin and the Batman. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about his like childhood Wayne connection or whatever. Oh. Um, Penguin doesn't meet Bruce Wayne until he's an adult. The connection between the Wayne family and Cobblepot family is that both families had butlers that were Pennyworths. Okay. Uh, as whether as for whether supervillains or random criminals could cause a superhero origin story, to me it depends on the execution. I think the Punisher is a great example of a hero whose origin story mm. is caused by his arch nemesis, Jigsaw. Uh, oh, of all people. Uh, from the Saw movies. I uh, was a hitman involved in the killing of the Castle family, and when Frank Castle becomes a Punisher, he hunts down the people who killed his family. And he punishes them. He punishes them. He makes them sit in the corner. <laughs> yeah. You get a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's uh, all now. I will post spoilers for the Penguin. I will post spoilers for the Penguin episodes in the comments. Stay yuppy. Yes. Get him! Go get the fucking hobo that is escaping my hobo plants. He's escaping to Lava Land. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is from Keen Machine. Greetings. This didn't make it into my voice message, but I think it's important to bring up that nobody questioned why Batman's eyes are suddenly glowing red. Not the <laughs> Penguin, not Commissioner Gordon, nobody. He literally doesn't show up for the bat signal, then later appears and just says, just give Penguin the ransom money with those demonic eyes disrupting the empty black void of the mayor's office, and they just go, yep, sounds good, nothing suspicious here. So I guess I know how I'm wow. asking for that raise now. <laughs> <laughs> More thoughts by me are just a click away. Here we go. Greetings, James, Brian, dear listener. Hey. Now that I've been featured on Yacht Mojo, I guess that means <laughs> I've cemented my place in Jump on the Batwagon history. <laughs> but seriously, thank you, Giselle. That really got me laughing and made my day. It was good. Now, on to business. Remember this? How did you do that? Simple. I just kept my eyes closed. Oh, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, neither did Batman, apparently. <laughs> You'd think after navigating a spooky booby-trapped castle, he'd be able to handle a lava factory. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been on the west side of town. Anyway, this 
episode actually wasn't as bad as I remembered. It has a neat yeah. concept. We get a Leslie Tompkins appearance, and Penguin even gets a few good one-liners. The most dangerous bird in the sky is the penguin. Come on, you know he wrote that down beforehand. Yeah. That's all I got for this week. Keep it keen. That's a very good point. <laughs> Damn. How is Keen always a step ahead? <laughs> he knew Lava Land. It was all, it was all set up. I, we wrote it down beforehand and coordinated. Oh, that <laughs> we makes were, sense. Yeah. yeah man. Uh, <laughs> then again, Dylan's you. done that same thing to us about a million times too, hey? Yeah. Just knowing what we're going to talk about before we talk about it. Yep. It's Maybe amazing. these things are just uh, such surface level obvious and the podcast is just a way to make sure that everyone is experiencing Batman the Animated Series the same way because you can only do it one way. If you do it any other way, you are wrong. This oh. is since Blind is a Bad is, nothing epi- is a Nothing episode. Here's Robin's Reckoning as a song from Scotty Cameron. <laughs> what? Here lies a lifeless mom and dad <laughs> To death in this parking far too soon <laughs> Buildings burn and parents die All of the time But I heard that you reap what you sow <laughs> So around and around you go And when you see my mask, you'll know You can't save yourself or save your soul Do you meet the man? Are we going to get copyright struck on this one? With weathered wings and broken bones A fight for the fallen flies around That is a preview of my upcoming sex album, Welcome to the Batwagon. Now, here's another preview. Oh my god. It's based on the upcoming episode. Oh, okay. that's a, oh my goodness. Is that a spoiler? I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't even tell what song it was. Uh, that, that voice message made Brian put a Band-Aid on. <laughs> what? No, that's just my ADD playing with a Band-Aid that I've colored the backside of. Don't oh, worry about it. <laughs> Why? Because ADD? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Why, Brian? Why? <laughs> Brian... The GCN Musical Minute from Jordan Blumen. It's GCN, Gotham City News with Jack Ryder. Tonight's top story, Penguin got his ass kicked by Batman again. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now over to the music. This is going to be a very short version of everything. Because, uh, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't notice a whole lot of uh, Batman in my basement no. in this episode. I, maybe I was just not paying attention, but I don't think I noticed it. It might have been in there once. It was um, hidden. I did notice that the uh, end of the title card had the uh, DSC ray in it. I heard the little da 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 at the end of the title card, and I thought that was pretty cool. This is a rambling one. My thoughts aren't organized this week. <laughs> Have fun, everyone. <laughs> I, I got to keep my ear out Thanks, for Jordan. that now. Yeah, they, yeah they, right? it was like a very, like, I don't know, faster paced or like um, more energetic version of the basement theme. But it, it also, wasn't quite. It wasn't basement. It was like a Batman yeah. in my. Yeah, and yeah. It, and then a bunch of blah, 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 as they were fighting. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Batman in my, you fill in the blank. You <laughs> to, I don't know. Uh, Dylan Pollock sends, Batman was feeling around and accidentally grabbed Penguin's umbrella. It's time for the thoughts of the week with Dylan Pollock on Blind as a Bat or Daredevil plus Money. 
<laughs> so how narcissistically confident must Bruce Wayne be in his own abilities to think? Sure, I'm blind, but who else is going to do a better job than the blind version of me? Robin? I don't think so. Robin's only nine. Also, I feel like it's kind of on the creators of the helicopter for naming it Raven when there's a bird-obsessed supervillain. Ooh, Maybe just call point. it the chopper of the future next time. <laughs> also, we can now chop up electrocution to the Magic Umbrella's list of things it can do. <laughs> yes. And speaking of magical things, uh, that helmet plugs into Batman's belt for power somehow, <laughs> and it connects directly to his optic nerve, but I feel like that would require a lot more than just slapping on your head. Is this worthy of several not how that works? Yep. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. Also, yeah, it's okay. a bit fucked up that uh, Batman can't really see right now, and he's out there flying a plane. That could lead to some serious havoc in Gotham. Yep. All right, let's get to the question of the week. James', James favorite, favorite part. Thank you, thank you. What's the best ice cream topping, and what's the best ice cream shop? Carvel, Baskin, Cold Stone? You tell me. Damn. Oh my you know, gosh. Usually I usually I go for like a chocolatey thing, but recently my most recent ice cream purchase was a uh cherry crumble uh and it was delicious. It has little bits of cherries, it's got little bits of like pie crust. Crumble. And I would yeah, crumbles. <laughs> and I and I I had I'd hadn't had it before and it was really good. It's not really a topping. Um I, I, I like wanna out myself as a hardcore New Englander here. Uh did you know that New England people call sprinkles jimmies? I hope so. <laughs> I want to be on top of some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> They're named after you. Yeah. I um <laughs> I I yeah yeah. I don't tend to top my ice cream too frequently and like I've been to mm. like Cold Stone and Baskin Robbins and all that sort of thing. Yeah. There's a place in Oof. the town I live in. <laughs> I'm just going to give it away, I guess. Uh <laughs> called Freet and Scoop. And they sell frites and scoop of ice cream. Frites like fries. Yeah, like and, French, uh, French. Yeah, French. French fry. potatoes. Yeah. No, that's and, palm, palm fleet. Yeah, oh, French fries. But it's very good. And the ice cream—that's uh, the place, I guess, for my answer. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't have an ice cream place. Uh, mm. Actually, I got a grocery outlet for my ice cream. <laughs> bargain market. <laughs> grocery bargain outlet bargain. <laughs> No, you're gonna press the button for just for Dylan, okay? That's not how that works. The lightning sound effect that time referred to Penguin's umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's actually what's happening in the intro. Penguin's standing on a taller building, just aiming at Batman, and he misses every time. Damn. <laughs> there's no other lightning in that entire there's not even a storm going on it's just a clear sky behind batman and then lightning strikes what's yep. up with that the penguin's up on a taller building so i'm saying uh that's also canon we're, we're canonizing yeah. a lot of things in this episode I know. good for who us who needs the will it canon show when you've got jump on the Batwagon and our i mean that antics that will it canon show is really spiraled out though <laughs> it will canon it will canon is now the name of the show <laughs> it's just episodes about the stupid stuff that we're talking about here are comments on the most recent episode of the podcast, which was episode 53, Robin's Reckoning Part 2, or Pew Pew Whoops, We Did This Joke Already. <laughs> uh, it's from Ashley Touchin. I think most two-parters in any series tend to start strongly, then finish with a weaker ending. Having said that, though, I still think this is a great story overall and a very mature and dramatic story for something aimed at kids. Hmm. Yes, it has the obvious ending, but keep in mind that it was made for children and that's a pretty important moral for them to be taught. Fair point. I can't wait for next week when Brick will be jealous of Batman because at least he doesn't have to actually see the penguin this time. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel jealous? Oh, you know, 
close, but no, no. Okay. Was, okay. You like the, the penguin looked his best, I'd say. Yeah. Scrudge, some speculative trivs for Blind as a Bat. In 1997, the Beast Wars Transformers cartoon aired the episode Dark Voyage, which revolves around the main cast being blinded by an explosion and subsequently making the blind journey back to their home base in order to receive repairs while fighting off villains. So, sort of a similar premise. (laughs) You could say that. I guess so, yeah. As far as I can tell, Len Wein had no direct involvement in this episode, but he was a writer on the Beast Wars cartoon. So coincidence? Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. No direct involvement. Wasn't he like the writer or whatever? <laughs> oh, in the Beast Wars thing, I presume. Oh, I, and that I see. I got you. All right. <laughs> uh Boss Biggest says, spoilers for all the Penguin episodes. Uh, Charles, Mo- I'm getting tired of doing that. Uh, Charles Mo- Sierra, I personally see this episode in Two-Face Part 2 as third acts but that just want to resolve the plot. But yeah, the animation really drops in quality here. I think the animation gets more consistent as the DCAU evolves, I would agree. And even when the quality drops in JLU Season 3, it stays consistent until the end. That might be because it's easier to animate with digital coloring or the more squarish style adopted from Superman on, or maybe they just received big raises in budget. There's always the possibility that everyone became better from experience, though. Hmm. There's some slight spoilies in that, but yeah, you've seen our videos. You know that the art style upgrades a little bit. Nope. <laughs> you know that Batman Beyond takes place in the future, of course. <laughs> How could you not? Uh, Scotty Cameron, God, Blind as a Bat is such a nothing episode. I had Mm. seen the end fight between Batman and Penguin on YouTube back in fourth grade, thinking Batman's blindness was caused by Penguin hacking Batman. Back on YouTube in fourth... Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, I don't think I get to... I can't read the rest of this comment. I'm suddenly blind to this comment. (laughs) Uh, No, I'll finish it off. I didn't realize until seeing the episode of Batman, there was actually blind. It had to be attachment to the cow to make it see. It's funny because the end fight is the only cool thing in the episode, having Batman use his other senses to fill in for his sight. I guess he kind of did that. Kind of. I'm changing my answer to Dylan's Zatanna question to this blind is as bad as the episode I'd erase from existence. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh, James Royster, now that you mentioned on the podcast that the show eventually changed its name to Adventures of Batman and Robin, I wonder if that old rumor about Bruce Tim hating Dick Grayson is just frustration with the network pushing him and messing with the production of the show that fans read too much into, or if fans just read too far into other plot points I won't spoil, or if Bruce Tim just said in an interview somewhere that he hates Robin. I don't know, but I've never seen a source. I asked Maddie about this, uh, because I feel like I remember... A specific time where Bruce Tim like literally said that he doesn't like the Dick Grayson character, oh. but I I can't find that, and Maddie seems to think that that might not exist. I don't know for sure, um, but yeah, there was there's there's a lot of uh, I was going to talk about this when the show name changed anyway, but yeah, there was a lot of uh, network push to get Robin in more episodes because kids only like watching kids. You <laughs> get the kid character in there more. Uh, and so eventually like Robin's in almost every episode and the show has his name in it and all this kind of stuff. So, Oh yeah. Well, we can't be for <laughs> that long cause we're, yeah, we're out uh, of we only, we've got less than, or about 30 episodes of the show left. So they'll start getting pretty Robin <laughs> pretty soon. Uh, Cole Papadakis, if you want more Dick Grayson, Robin origin stuff, check out the comics, Batman, Dark Victory and Robin year one. Okay. With the James Bond Jr. show, you'd think it's about James Bond's son from one of the many women he's romanced, but no, James Bond Jr. is in fact his nephew. (laughs) Okay. You do learn something new every day. (laughs) 
Banana Man okay. Okay. Uh, Banana Man okay? Banana Banana Man okay? <laughs> Is Banana Man okay? <laughs> not, never been quite sure. Uh, KM says, James, I know you're not much of a comic nerd. I will write about Len Wein. He's a Bronze Age comics legend. Co-created some X-Men like Wolverine, Storm, Colossus, and Nightcrawler. He co-created DC characters like Swamp Thing, uh, Amanda Waller, Lucius Fox, Cheetah, and Mongol. You missed other legendary comic writers as well. Feet of Clay episodes written by Marv Wolfman. He is a legendary Teen Titans writer that created or co-created characters for Marvel and DC like Blade, Nova, Black Cat, Bullseye, Cyborg, Raven, Starfire, Deathstroke, Robin, Tim Drake, Bibbo Bibowski, Nightwing, etc. <laughs> We'll get to Bibbo Bibowski, don't you worry. <laughs> wow, that doesn't sound like a real name. That's a person. Bibbo like Bibowski. I think you'll like him. Okay. Uh, I was trying to defend the last two Penguin appearances, but I have to agree with James on that one. There are no good Penguin episodes. Correct. I remember, well, <laughs> yeah, mostly. I remember liking the visuals, but other than that, I don't remember much. I guess you could say this episode is my blind spot. Also, <laughs> even though Batman has a really strict no-killing code, Bruce Wayne doesn't seem to have one. I wonder how many people he indirectly killed with weapons made by his company. Think about it. Iron Man was a bad man because his company made weapons, and he left weapons business after becoming a superhero. Batman didn't. There was a little moment when the helicopter's flying around where he like leans into the lady and he's like, I just I don't know how I feel about this or whatever. Yeah, about making weaponry. So, yeah, so maybe this is one of the first times or something. Uh, last bit, he says this episode has a lot of plot holes. Where the hell is Robin? <laughs> yeah. Would it be easier if he fought Penguin instead of blind Batman? Didn't we see an off-balance Batman could find his way with his eyes closed? Why is he having such a hard time being blind now? Uh, but biggest problem with Penguin episodes for me is him just being another mob boss. Replace Penguin with Rupert Thorne and none of this episode needs any changes. Yeah. A gimmick villain should be unique and you can't replace yep. Joker or Poison Ivy with a random mob boss. Penguin's gimmick isn't that important to his character. Yeah. Yep. I think that's basically what we've figured out. <laughs> yeah. I would agree. Also, I'm amazed that all the listeners like managed to- We know to... this before you do. Yeah. yeah, the, the... <laughs> yeah. He that's was blind before. This. It was fine. You know, so honestly, sometimes the comment section, people will point something out that we missed in the video, and mm -hmm. it'll be like the same, hey, you missed this, hey, you missed this, you missed this, you, like the same exact thing 600 times. It'll <laughs> There will always be that one thing that people will, will glean onto, and, and I think that like sometimes that's helpful, actually, for a future video. We'll be able to like make an entire topic off of that or something, so right. keep them coming is all I'm saying. Uh, Mike Toast says, we need that, <laughs> that uh, yeah, we need the, that yap, that one small extra yap clip to play before the new male song. I miss it from the early episodes. Oh, yeah. I could edit that in probably I could combine them pretty easily. I won't do the male song part. I'll just do the, we are here. We are here part. <laughs> and then Kimmy's song. Maybe. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Uh, Lanola Cola. I can't believe Dylan Pollock and Keen Machine are about to compete over the best produced email message. The Yuppie Dude Listener Universe is about to enter phase two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think the, the listeners have been stepping up lately. So, yeah. I was be. actually uh, sort of like relieved that Keen Machine's message this week was very like just, just normal. Just, just, just a message. There's no, there's no like it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> no production. You know, what yeah, is that? Just, like, like I love those, but I also I for his sake I don't love that he has to come up with some 
oh. giant scheme every time. Like, yeah, never. You can just do a normal thing. Then it'll make it more special when you don't do a normal thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Batgirl, fangirl. Well done, Keen Machine. Both messages were hilarious. Also love Tip Tabricut, Scarlet One, Jordan, and Dylan's messages as well. So good. Blind as a bat or the mechanic with a helicopter instead, or Batman becomes Geordie LaForge for an episode. <laughs> I like how Bruce has misgivings about Wayne Enterprises making nasty weapons, uh, but then gives the go-ahead for a flying doomsday machine anyway. It bugs me a little how he has just black dots for eyes before the explosion, then perfectly drawn eyes afterwards. Yeah, I guess he did have hmm. scleras. Also, where is everyone in the fully functional yet abandoned factory? <laughs> <laughs> fully functioning. A, Not yeah, even yeah. just functional. It is actively <laughs> making lava. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone just turned on the lava machines and went home for the night. That's just, yeah. That's what, it's a, nobody has to be supervising that. Uh, I'm a James Bond fan. Uh, loved your... Uh, James Bond references in the DCAU video, by the way. Thank you. Uh, I wonder if the makers of GoldenEye got the idea to pinch their super helicopter from this episode. <laughs> I liked everything after Batman. Hey, there's another gold, more GoldenEye talk in, in this episode. Hey! I liked everything after Batman breaks his flimsy audio jack plug in his Batwings dashboard the best. We, get, <laughs> we got to see him relying on his other senses, his training, and the environment. Uh, I wish I kinda, there was more of that in the episode. I, do I don't kind of yeah, disagree. I kind of disagree. He, he just barely stumbles. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of falls around. I don't know. Uh, Keen podcast guys, five stars, five flimsy audio plugs. Thank, <laughs> you. Thank you very much. I was like, can we have a quick aside for yeah? Why did like when they were doing all the like new versions of Bond, like they came out with Golden Eye, mm-hmm. like the earliest, maybe the second. I think it was the second movie came out was Goldfinger. Right, yeah. And then they're like gold. I was eye. I I just recently listed I I can't I won't be able to find it now cuz it was in like group chat but uh every like James Bond movie that has die or live in it in the title <laughs> and one and, has and both. how like they're almost the titles are almost like sequeling each other. <laughs> like no like it was like a like live and let die and then like die another, another day. day, like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no time to die. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Someday I'll die is what the next one should be called. Someday I'll <laughs> Kill die. this franchise. Uh, <laughs> Dylan says I never anticipated the Giselle. I said it right. Betrayal and replacement of me with Keen. Damn you guys. Also still looking to guest host all future episodes. <laughs> Wednesday 209. Finally, we got the part two of Robin's Reckoning. I think it was worth watching one sucky episode to get a not sucky episode, right? Mm. It's less sucky, I guess. And then finally, we have Mark Aquino. Yeah, boy, Akira slide time. Yeah. <laughs> time for Birds of a Feather Part 2. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Forgot to stay on Jamie Jub-Jub's good side. My apologies. Not for the Jub-Jub part, though. I do want to congratulate him and Maddie on the Batman and Harley Quinn Will It Cannon video. Thank you, thank you. I thought it was great. Oh, by the way, every listener that hasn't skipped the mail section, you should go watch the Zeta Month prologue trailer that I put out today. Brian, you are more than welcome to watch that. It has no spoilers for you. It's only a minute and a half long, so you can watch it. Maddie's monologue about fiction is legitimately fantastic and actually got me choked up on first watch. I had no idea Brian was all the judges. I suppose we we mere mortals do not deserve to see his handsomeness as it must be preserved and protected for all time. Actually, it is in there too, though. You're right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I play me. Well, you do play you for uh, uh, like two shots, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, really not much to say or joke about whenever there's a good episode. Fox just loved to screw over beloved genre shows scheduling-wise. Ugh, oh well. I'd be more than happy to help defend Keen Machine in his trial. Just say the word Keen and I'll be there. <laughs> All the best to the number one podcast hosts in the multiverse, Jub Jub Supreme and Brian. I like that one. <laughs> and Brian, brother Brian Brick Broderick Brushy Brushy Broiling Brian Cranston's brain using brioche brochures but brimming with brilliance and braggadocio Brohemian Rhapsody directed by Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> Praise to our Lord and Savior, Dylan Pollock, his awesome sauce disciples, Scar Loey, one Batgirl fangirl, Scotty Cameron, one C209, Tip Tapricot, Keen Machine Banana Man, etc., and all the listeners of this yuppie community of ours. You all rule. You all matter. You all deserve nothing but the best. Never forget that. <laughs> wow, going all out this. Here's hoping we get more good episodes soon, but knowing just how friggin' great uh, Fox's scheduling history is, I'm probably going to eat my yappy words. Oh, well. I'm considering to start doing voice messages next time alongside my usual cacophony of whatever the fuck I say here in the comments. We'll just have to wait and see. Till next time, then smoke bomb. Thank you, sir. Oh, my gosh. I love that. That's the episode of this podcast. The next episode, Brian, is titled. Wait, don't tell me. Day oh, <clears throat> okay. Die another day. Oh, you got one of the words. Die? <laughs> no. I mean, what is more likely? I guess there another other is words. probably more likely than day. No. Is it day? It's day. Oh. Day another no. die. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Day of the samurai. Day of the samurai. Yeah. Night of the Ninja, Day of the oh, Samurai. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Is this going to be a Batman's origin story? No. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think you might technically get a glimpse of that time period, but not Batman himself. <laughs> but, yeah, in the, in the Night of the Ninja episode, I said, hey, you think he'll be back? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> okay, it's, let's see his, uh, Ninja's origin story. What do you think he's going to be up to this time? Last Ferris time he was wheel. trying to steal... He's trying to... What? Ferris, Ferris wheel. He's going to be on a Ferris wheel. Okay, all right. Yep. <laughs> that's it. Batman's going to fight the ninja again. This time it's on a Ferris wheel. No, no, no. He's just going to be like... It's going to be like a... <laughs> oh, they're not fighting. <laughs> no, he's, just, he's on a Ferris wheel, and then he goes yeah. to like... He like his he needed to get his oil changed in his car and he like Batman sees him sitting on there from afar yeah. and runs up to fight him and he's Oh hello Mr. Wayne. I'm actually just taking a nice leisurely Ferris wheel ride. <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> and he shoots his gas slow gas gun at him. <laughs> uh, this time it has lightning in it. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to see this episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish it existed, but uh I guess we'll find out. I did write down a couple other things that I think are interesting to know. We have six more episodes of BTAS season one. It's the longest fucking oh. season you've ever imagined. <laughs> that means because we're going to change the intro and we can't be like singing along to it. Well, we might. I can't remember if the intro will change this time or the next season, but the BTAS works in a very strange way where they shoved so many episodes into the first calendar year of it existing yeah. that season one is what, you know, 60 episodes long. And then. The remaining 20 episodes are spread out over 
three other seasons, <laughs> three other years. So, okay, yeah, so this like be quite the gap, the jump, okay. the jump between season four and five is like nine months or some ridiculous thing. I don't know. Oh we'll God. find out when we get there. We have eleven more episodes until Batman: Mask of the Phantasm, the first actual movie. Oh, uh, not not a uh, not dude. Where's my Batmobile? Oh. <laughs> and if we time this out right, uh, Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, premiered in theaters on Christmas Day, 1993. And if we don't skip any weeks between now and the movie, we'll be like four days after Christmas or something. So I think it'll, I think it'll be pretty good, pretty timely. And with that said, I've sincerely jinxed the fact that we will end up skipping. <laughs> we can make we up can for it somehow. So yeah, after that, after Mask of the Phantasm, we start jump on the Batwagon season three. <laughs> AKA the year 1994. <laughs> okay. We're already there. Already. Almost. Not really. Not already. There's still 11, 12 more episodes of the podcast. 1994. I know. What a time to finish the podcast. Stop doing the podcast now. <laughs> it's over. If you'd like to send a message to us, you can uh, send us an email. Uh, by reaching out like the fire hand at the end of the Cat in the Claw Part 2. There we go. Podcast at WatchtowerDatabase.com or anchor.fm slash batwagon. Leave us a comment on today's episode on the Pod Tower YouTube channel and subscribe for new DCAU podcasts every week. There's us. There's the DCAU review, which I was just on last Saturday reviewing On Leather Wings with them. Such a good episode. Brilliant. Great. Sorry, and, I'm on uh, my phone here. I can't actually oh, yeah, hear what you're, you're just saying. Not paying attention. I understand. And then uh, Ted is actually on this week, so tomorrow, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out. And Maddie should be on next week. We're doing a very a Watchtower database full Takeover. Uh, DCAU review month of things. Yeah, Well done. Maybe Brian will be the final guest. To be determined. You could if you wanted. They're watching episodes you've already seen. (laughs) I should try to get you. That'd be kind of fun. There you go. Anyway. The unofficial fourth. (laughs) New episodes of this podcast. No, not yet. Someday in the next. We should figure out the exact amount of years before this podcast is over. (laughs) Not right now, though. The new podcast, new episodes, I mean, of this podcast, you could say, are released every Friday on the PodTower YouTube channel and your favorite podcast feed and watchtowerdatabase.com. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we end the podcast, I think, right? Bye. See you next time for Day of the Samurai, Brian. And thank you for listening. Thank listener. you for listening to me, Brian. Tell you all the mail. Thank you for listening to me. Oops, I forgot to hit the record button. We need to redo this whole thing. Yep. Nope. Okay, bye. Not possible. You're supposed to be helpless. Helpless! I'd feel a lot better about this if you'd listen to me. Master Bruce? Well? My word, sir. Surely you're not... No, Alfred, I can see just fine. And right now, I've never seen anything prettier.